Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast. We talk about show business, old friends, and new adventures. I'm Michelle Bruckner, and I just want to say that the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely my own, in my opinion. Okay, so take what you need from this, let the rest go. If there's anything you don't like about what I have to say, that's okay. Everybody has their own opinion. This is mine. I started this podcast during the pandemic, mostly because what I really missed was talking with my friends. I have so many wonderful friends that I have met in show business, out of show business, all aspects of different professions, and I just missed everyone. I missed everyone. So Zoom was what I used to do some teaching, and I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I started my online vintage business because I had so many clothes and nowhere to go. During the pandemic, I looked at all of the clothes I had collected during my 30 plus year career in show business, these beautiful items. And some of them didn't fit because I used to be a size four when I was performing because of the schedule. I used to eat like a horse. I still do. And um, now I'm a size eight. Not that it matters at all, but there were things that I had that there was just no way I was ever going to get back into because when you're 25 years old and when you're 45 years old, your body is different. And that's totally okay. A little side note before I get going with this week's podcast. This past weekend was The Vault, the once monthly vintage market in Winthrop, Maine. And I love all the vendors. I love the owners, Nikki and Jesse. They are amazing visionaries. You know, I hang out with a lot of visionaries, I have to say. These people who start with this idea and make it reality, like Martim Galamba from Music Theater of Lisbon, MTL. Anyway, at the vault this weekend, I have a booth in the white room. So this mill on Main Street in Winthrop is an old textile mill. The front, the top, the bottom floor in the front is where we have the vault. And in the back, it's doctor's offices and a medical center. It's really cool because, you know, our space is just this raw wood board floor and, you know, drywall walls. And then the back is all built out with proper heating and cooling and everything like that. But the white room is where they used to dye the fabric. So it's this little room with a door. And the first, I remember the first time a fall of 2021, when I went in there, it was like going into Dorothy comes out of her Kansas house and she goes into Oz and it's like color. So I went into this room that was so beautifully decorated and staged and I found my vintage heaven and I never left. Well, thanks to all the vendors, they made me feel so welcome and so at home. I decided to start selling some of my vintage. It's hard work, but we have so much fun. It is so much fun to watch people find stuff that you've curated for them and enjoy it and just really walk away with it, love it and wear it and give it a second life. But I have a story. So I'm going to post a video. There was one lady who came in to the white room and I have a bunch of sweaters on a shelf and legit, it was like a little kid just making a mess. So she unfolded all the sweaters, roughed them up and then 
walked away. I didn't say anything. I just went over and refolded them. But um, it's okay to look at things, but like a big tornado. But this is my real story. Okay, so there was a very nice family that came in. The mom, older woman, fabulous haircut, really impeccable taste in clothing. She had her adult son with her. She also had her husband. He was in and out of the room walking around. But the son was a tall guy and he was a little husky in his build and he tried on a coat, this long coat, and his mom started talking about his weight and telling him, oh, this would be good if you lost five pounds. And you, you, we did a whole two episode series about body shaming in the performing arts industry. And here I was, I looked at the guy and I just like smiled at him and shook my head like, no, you don't need to lose any weight. But this is how his mom was talking to him in public. I love all of the customers, but sometimes you hear like that was really the only incident where I had ever heard anything like that. Usually, like everyone is just having a great time. If I was that adult son, I would have walked away. But maybe he's learned how to tune it in one ear and out the other. But I'm like, oh my good Lord, this is your son, you know? And he is going to take care of you one day when you are very old. I'm going to get off my soapbox. But what I want to say is, please, can we all stop commenting about each other's bodies? Let someone live let someone feed themselves properly. If a coat doesn't fit, it doesn't mean that they need to lose five pounds. Come on. We all can find stuff that fits us or have it altered and tailored to fit us. It's not that big of a deal. Don't make your son feel bad. Come on. I just, I, I don't know. I just, that really hurt my feelings. And I, oh, it took everything in my power to keep my mouth shut. Trust me, because showgirl wanted to go there with that lady. But Okay, so my cat is my little co-host here. I have a cat named Kami, K-H-A-M-I. It means wisdom. Dominic Garvey, the late, great Dominic Garvey, my mentor and beautiful friend who passed away in 2015, got Kami from the Lincoln County animal shelter and adopted him. He's a Norwegian forest cat. He looks like a lion. He's got this beautiful tan coat and a big fluffy tail and a big fluffy mane and he's got the sweetest eyes his personality is so kind i brought him to my parents house this holiday because my daughter flew up from texas to spend the week with me and my parents used to have dogs but they haven't had a pet in a while and i know they were really taking a chance to let me come with my cat but the alternative was i didn't want to leave my cat for a week that's not okay Okay. So I brought him down and within moments they fell in love with the cat and the cat was very happy there just chilling and enjoying the warm wood stove house. Even now my dad says, where's my cat? Anyway, Kami's here with me and we are recording an episode. So I just want to talk about planning for emergencies. And this is something that even before the show The Walking Dead came on, I would always go grocery shopping. And when the cabinets were filled with, you know, at my trip to the store, I would always open the cabinets and I would look and say, okay, if the zombie apocalypse happened right now, 
how long, you know, how long would this last? When the pandemic was first, so when the pandemic was first starting, my former husband was really panicked about what was happening in the world. About two weeks before the big runs on the grocery store, when all the toilet paper was being bought up, two weeks before I said, okay, you're clearly worried about this COVID-19 situation. Let's do something about it. Let's clean out the pantry, stock the pantry. Let's get big staple items so that if something happens, we have some food. So that's what we did about two weeks before they shut everything down. Two weeks before we did this massive hundreds of dollars grocery store trip and um, we stocked up the house. And it did help alleviate some of the panic and fear. But it was that was a crazy time. And I don't want to relive it again, because I've talked a lot about the pandemic on this podcast. But I think being prepared in your own space, having some non perishables on hand is always a good idea. One of the schools where I teach, I have a locker and I I opened the locker last Friday and I was laughing because I was like, (laughs) for some reason, I have cans of tuna, bags of cashews, sealed bags. I've got hotel soap and shampoo in the locker. It's like I'm always afraid there's going to be a giant snowstorm and I'm going to get stuck there. And I want to make sure that like I could wash my hair. I think that happened from in 2018. I went on this beautiful trip. One of my former students got married in her home of Mexico City and invited us to the wedding. And I said to my then husband, I said, we got to go to this wedding because it's going to be an amazing wedding. They're they're lovely people and it's just going to be a beautiful experience. Plus, I love this former student of mine and I love her husband. And I'm like, I want to celebrate. They invited us to this event. I want to go. So we went and we had this amazing week in Mexico. Mexico City. It was right around the time that Harry and Meghan got married. And the day we came back, our plane landed. There was like a tornado that went through the New York area. And we got to Grand Central Station with our big giant suitcase because we took one big suitcase and they sh- there was branches and all kinds of stuff on all of the tracks on all of the train lines. And they shut Grand Central Station. So we were stuck there. So as soon as they announced that, I said to my former husband, I said, let's go to the lounge and get a seat. So we did. And I ended up sitting next to this wonderful woman named Laura, who lived a couple of towns away from me. And she worked in the courts downtown. And she was a chatty Cathy. But For some, I had just come back from Mexico. I was so chill. I was so in such a wonderful mood. Normally, I'm not so open and chatty, but I believe the Lord had given me this friend. She put me right next to her. We talked for hours and we were, everyone else was like so upset that they were stuck there. They were like complaining and we were talking, we were laughing and we're still friends. So Laura, this is for you. We got to get together for coffee. I hope you're doing well. And we used to meet for lunch and everything. And we always was like, isn't that crazy how we became friends from this little emergency, the tornado? So yeah, so ever since then, I'm always making sure, like in my car, I have an emergency bag. And I also... And this is this is a perfect segue. I also represent, I have an affiliate program with Jackery. And Jackery is a company that sells solar-powered 
camping equipment. So you don't just, you don't have to go camping to have one of these things. It's like a power bank and you can power it up electrically from plugging it in, but you can also get a separate solar panel and you can use the sun to power this thing up if you're on a camping trip, you want to run like a coffee maker on a camping trip or you bring a laptop to a camping trip, which I don't know why you would, but that's, you know, maybe you got a paper to write. Maybe you're writing a book. I don't know. Anything you want to plug in, Jackery. So I'm going to post my affiliate code in the show notes. You get a decent amount off for using that code. And I do make a small commission. So one of the things I'm trying to do I teach a lot of dance and I would like to balance that because I would like to always have options in terms of income. So one of these things I do now is I have these affiliate links and when you buy a product, it doesn't cost you any money, but if you buy something that I have the link for, you get a discount and I make a small percentage. So it's kind of a win-win. This podcast is brought to you by Club Showgirl, a monthly membership program that includes career coaching, online dance classes, Zoom meetings, and general camaraderie. If you'd like to join Club Showgirl, the doors are open. You can go to my website, www.michellebruckner.com, join the mailing list, and you will receive our newsletter, which tells you all about how to join the club. I did some career coaching with a wonderful former student. She had an agent meeting and she wanted to rehearse. I thought this was really wise because sometimes you get nervous when you are making the next step in your career. And she just wanted to go over things. And I thought, wow, what a smart cookie. So we got a studio space and we rehearsed her walking into the office, greeting the receptionist. And then I rapid fired some questions to her. Now, having been through a few agent meetings myself, I know that it's not scary. People just want to see if it's going to be a good working relationship. And it's actually a wonderful thing when someone shows interest in you and wants to work with you. But it can be a little intimidating. So that's why we did this little mock trial. I have to say she did really well. I wish her the best. I hope the agents sign her. But even if they don't, it's one more experience that you can add to your survival kit. It's one more experience that you can add to your life. You know, as I go through this life and I'm starting to really work on caring for myself and taking good care of my health, my body, my mind, my spirit, I'm just reminded how quick this journey really is. The years are going by so fast. Things change so quickly. It's important to remember that this too shall pass, no matter what it is. Good times, it'll pass. Bad times, it'll pass. It sounds like a Sondheim song, but it's really true. What I wish for all of you is for you to have fun along the way. I'm hoping that this podcast provides some value to you, that you are getting information that you find useful, that you have fun. If you're taking a walk with your dog or driving in your car, that you're being entertained by my guests 
and by my stories. I really hope that that is the case. One thing I wanted to say in addition to preparing for emergencies is also preparing for beautiful surprises and lucky events. I was on the phone with season one guest, Anya Karmansky, who is a very good friend of mine, German actress, lives in Berlin, and thanks to the app called WhatsApp, we talked on the phone, and it's so nice to chat with one of your dear friends, and she's working constantly. The film and television industry in Germany is booming, and we talked about the possibility of me perhaps coming back to Berlin for a bit, and that thought just excited me so much because I remember the first time I went over there and I remember doing a chorus line there and damn Yankees there. It was a fantastic season of my life. So she mentioned the app Babbel, which I had used in the past. And so right after the phone call, I got a subscription. And every morning at 8 a.m., I've been doing between 15 and 30 minutes of German lessons. And I got to tell you something. In these wintry days, because as I'm recording this, it's February, it is just giving me joy and hope and possibility. And I thought to myself, you know, if you do ever go back there, how nice would it be if you were fluent or at least conversational? Working on the German language has just been so wonderful. And then I thought to myself, work on Spanish, work on French, work on Italian. So it just kind of opened me up to possibility. And wintertime, I sometimes get stuck in a rut. I try not to. But yet the darkness and the cold, maybe I need to spend time in some warm climate. I don't know. So you prepare for emergencies, but do you ever put your spare change in a jar and maybe cash in your coins one day for a vacation? Does anybody save for a vacation? That's what I'm going to do is I haven't had a vacation in a little bit. Well, actually last year I did, so I can't say that. But I'm going to put a little vacation fund together and just slowly put it in. I wanted to do the Camino this year. That can't happen because of finances, and that's okay. But I'm going to prep. Perhaps 2024 will be my Camino year. And I want to make that a goal. I want to do the Portuguese first because it's a two-week journey. I think that's something I can handle. In short, with your acting career, with your performing career, let's pull back the camera. Let's widen the shot. What are your big dream roles? Can you start maybe listening to a cast recording for that? Can you read the libretto? If there's a play you want to do, can you read the script? I'm excited I'm going to start working on a show. Ashley Ryan is going to work on a show with me, and we're going to create something from the ground up, something that I can produce and we can book and perform all over. So stay tuned. When that's together and ready to go, I will surely share it with you on the podcast. Showgirls Closet is on Instagram at Showgirls Closet. And I'm on Instagram at Showgirl Tip of Day. You can always go to my website, www.michellebruckner.com, and see what's going on. I wish you a wonderful week. I'll see you next week. Season three is wrapping up. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends, give it a five star review on Apple Podcast, share the love. I love you. I'll see you soon.
The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show.